I'm Marcella Lewin, and this is the Contentful Creators Podcast, Season 1, Episode 4. So let's get to it. Hello and welcome to Season 1, Episode 4 of the Contentful Creators Podcast, where I have conversations with content architects, designers, developers, and other creators who use the Contentful content platform and related technologies to create web experiences. I'm your host, Marcelo Lewin, a content creator, developer, project manager, and a certified Contentful professional. Today, I'm having a conversation with Nikan Shahidi, the CEO of Webstacks, a digital agency based out of San Diego who specializes in various web technologies, including Contentful and Gatsby. We'll be chatting all about static site generators, what they are, and what Gatsby JS is. But before we get started, if you want more podcast episodes, tutorials, webinars, blog articles, or to register for a meetup, all focus on creating web experiences using Contentful and related technologies, please visit www.contentfulcreators.com. All right, Nikan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Marcel. I'm glad to have you here. I know you are an expert on SSG and specifically Gatsby, so I know we're going to jump in, chat about that. But, you know, why don't we start out by you giving us a quick background about yourself? Yeah, I'd love to. I was uh, born in Toronto, Canada, made my way over to sunny, sunny California uh, when I was about five years old. You could say I'm a California boy. My venture into web development is very atypical. As a kid, I was a rebel wasn't really conforming to what everyone else was interested in. And when the iPhone came out in 2007, I could not conform. And I had a a Windows phone at the time. Oh, you're definitely a rebel if you had a Windows phone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was a 12-year-old boy, a little chubby in middle school. And this new application had come out. The iOS had just released the App Store. And like the rage at the time was this shotgun app. I don't know if you remember it. I don't. It was just like the accelerometer at the time was the coolest feature on the iPhone. And if you shook it, it would engage the shotgun. And, you know, as a 12 year old, I was like blown away by this and absolutely needed it on my phone. So I did what any rational 12 year old would do at the time and built it (laughs) for my Windows phone. And that was like a period where, you know, forums were just the the developers, you know, playground in the sense that that was the only way for you to release apps, any sort of development content that you were getting, you'd be on these different forums. And that was my gateway into the world of technology. So what language did you code it in? I actually built it in C Sharp using Visual Studio 2008. Oh, wow. Yeah, there weren't really a lot of languages you could use at the time for a Windows phone. It was like C Sharp, C++, Visual Basic. And I guess with the limited amount of resources I had as a 12 year old, C Sharp seemed the most reasonable to pick. Dude, being a 12 year old and learning C Sharp, you're pretty sharp, man. No pun intended. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty ambitious kid. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Well, now fast forward, you obviously started your own firm, Webstacks. So maybe you can tell us just a little bit about Webstacks. What is it that you guys do? We actually build websites and do web development for companies that are looking to implement highly sophisticated websites for their marketing efforts. I see. And is that where Contentful comes in? Are you guys certified or? We are certified. We have two certified Contentful engineers. Essentially fell in love with the platform actually after working with Service Titan and they had recommended using the platform and wanted to engage with us as the the partner to help integrate it with them. It's been an amazing experience working with Contentful and we've been recommending it to all of our clients. Cool. Well, let's jump in 
and start talking about SSGs. So first of all, why don't we go ahead and define what is SSG? What does it stand for? Um, give us an overview of SSG. So static side generators is a process in which the HTML files are generated at build time, which makes for blazing fast websites and high performance builds. So that means that you're not dynamically generating it whenever the client requests the page. The page is already generated as an HTML site, basically, right? Yes, exactly. I see. So I'm going to take a step back because from Contentful's point of view, they recommend three types of architectures, right? And these are omni-channel delivery architectures. This is for delivering to the web. So there's three types that they recommend. They recommend dynamic on client, dynamic on server, and then they recommend SSG. Can you explain a little bit about those three before we jump in and get into the details of SSG? So dynamic on server is most akin to your typical server-side rendering language like PHP, where the application is rendered on the server side. Dynamic on client is more akin to your typical single page application where the client actually renders the JavaScript. So usually you see, you know, a loader in the center um, while the, the content of the page is loaded, the HTML or the JavaScript in this case. And the static site generator is what we just went over. So for example, with the server side one, when I go to the specific URL on the server side, all the rendering or all the logic and then rendering is happening on the server side before it's provided to the client, right? For display? Yes. So what are some positives and negatives of doing that kind of architecture? So the positives of using server side programming language is obviously gonna be security. When making a call, you're doing it on the server. So any sort of authentication tokens are not going to be exposed in comparison to a dynamic on client where you're doing the authentication client side and the tokens can be exposed. That makes a lot of sense. Also, I guess from a content perspective, dynamic on server or dynamic on client, both of them will always give you the up to most latest version of your content, right? So if a content author updates the content, it immediately is shown on the front end, regardless whether you're dynamic on server or dynamic on client, whereas with static side generator, and this is where we're gonna to start getting into more details, with the SSG, you depend on sort of rebuilding the site every time something is published, correct? Typically, dynamic on server or server-side rendering is best used for websites that typically don't have too much content updating being done. So maybe there's one or two authors and there's one or two posts a week when compared to something like a, a static site generator that needs to build every single time there is a change. When you have multiple authors involved and one or two posts a day, there could be some issues with build time as these pages start growing. Right, because as your site starts growing with SSG, if you're constantly rebuilding the site, your continuous integration pipeline could start backing up. Exactly. Especially if you have a large number of authors constantly. constantly building. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I was going to ask you, what are some of the negatives of SSG? And that's one of them, right? Constantly rebuilding the site. If your site changes constantly, that's probably a big negative of it, I would assume. Of course. Yeah. And then, and then other negatives, obviously, as we discussed, handling real-time data is not the most elegant with an SSG. If there's going to be things that are changing in real time, typically with an SSG, in order to see those changes, you're going to have to rebuild the website. Right. And how is personalization handled with SSGs? Because at at the end of the day, an SSG framework delivers just HTML. So what you're pulling is you're pulling just HTML pages. How do you handle any kind of personalization on that? So personalization with an SSG and more specifically with Gatsby in 
this case works similarly to how you would expect personalization to work in React. You'd make an API call and you would use the change of state to render any sort of personalization. So you could be using a tool like segment personas to identify a user and do a change of state in order to feed personalized content. So where is that happening? Because in an SSG, every time you publish something, you are re-rendering the entire site. And then on the client side, all you're getting is just HTML. So is within that HTML itself, is there JavaScript that actually does API calls for the personalization? So it's almost like a hybrid? Exactly. So there would be JavaScript inside of your HTML that is pulling that data. I see. So it's almost like a hybrid of SSG with client rendering. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. So you're still getting the benefits of the SEO, the fast rendering, but with the dynamic delivery of content or personalization of that content through the dynamic on client architecture. So it's like a dynamic on client slash SSD architecture. Yes. Okay, cool. That makes a lot of sense. So let's get into a little bit about the frameworks of SSG, right? Now we know what SSG stands for and, and what it is. Gatsby obviously is one of those frameworks, which we're going to get into the details, but are there other frameworks that people may consider, uh, not just for JavaScript, but in general? There's multiple SSG frameworks between Jekyll and Hugo, Nuxt. It really just depends on what the developer is comfortable in using if they're a JavaScript developer, obviously going to lean more towards Gatsby and Vue, but it's really just going to come down to personal preference. I see. And so Vue is considered an SSG framework? With Nuxt. So from a developer perspective, what is it that they need to know to start implementing SSGs? In terms of getting started with an SSG, like you said, having JavaScript, HTML, and CSS knowledge will take you pretty much 80% of the way there. Beyond that, it's just really getting an understanding of how automated deploys and build processes work. And then the final component is obviously understanding if you want to use some sort of CMS, whether it be Contentful or any other content management solution. And the important part here is that SSGs are mainly for the front end delivery. This has nothing to do with the back end. Exactly. Like you mentioned, whether that back end is Contentful or it's your own homemade CMS or database or whatever, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, yes. Right. So circling back to Contentful, we have the Contentful back end and you create an SSG to pull all that information, where would you host the actual SSG? Because there's two parts to SSG. One is the actual SSG generator, right? The part that actually takes all the content from Contentful and generates the HTML. And then you have the HTML. So where would you host both parts? You can host an SSG site pretty much on any server that has SSH and SSTP access. Some make it easier than others. If, if you're going to use something like GoDaddy, you're going to need some sort of continuous integration tool. You know, you could use something like Buddy, but typically what developers are using nowadays are these hosting services that are built for static site generators like Netlify, GitHub Pages. Well, since you mentioned uh, Netlify and GitHub Pages, right, which are places where you can host a lot of this stuff, let's talk about that workflow from an author posting on Contentful and they click on publish all the way to a user seeing that content on the front end. Can you explain that workflow? How does that workflow work? And if you want, you can use the setup that you guys put together at Service Titan, or you can make it more general. Sure. So typically when building a website using Contentful, you're going to want to set up an integration with your hosting service. 
For example, Netlify has a built-in integration with Contentful. You could trigger builds directly from the content editor. A typical workflow would consist of a content editor making a change to a content model instance. At that point, they'd publish the content and trigger a build that would automatically build based on the integration that is set up with Netlify. And this is done through webhooks, I would imagine. Yes. If there is no native integration, what you would do is just send a post to a webhooks URL to trigger the build. And where does GitHub come in? So GitHub also has a continuous deployment through Netlify as well. So if you are publishing to your production branch, it will also trigger a deploy. GitHub is just hosting the repository for your website and you can either trigger your build by pushing your changes or as a content editor, building and deploying through a webhook. Also, I believe you could create through a webhook a UI extension button that allows the authors to publish. Obviously, that's probably not recommended because you don't want them clicking that button constantly, but you could do that as well, correct? Yeah, you could create a UI extension. You could even actually use Zapier to publish scheduled content. That's something that I've seen before when a content editor makes a change to a certain content model, you can publish content through Zapier. So there's definitely a lot of different integrations and ways you can get creative with publishing content, scheduling content. And yeah, tools like Zapier can make it a little bit easier for the marketer or the technical marketer to get these types of things set up. But one thing to emphasize on that is if you publish twice a day, that means that your end users are only going to get the most up-to-date data twice a day. So if it's critical data that needs to be updated constantly, SSGs may not be the way to go. Correct. Correct. All right. So let's talk a little bit about GraphQL. Is there a relationship between GraphQL and Gatsby at all? So Gatsby actually natively makes it very easy to source GraphQL from a number of different content management systems. In the case of Contentful, you can source the content directly through Gatsby's sourcing. So no need to utilize an API. It's just natively inside of Gatsby, which is a super attractive feature for a lot of developers. Can you explain a little bit of the architecture of an SSG site from the perspective of D? have templates and how is the data merged into a template that then is published as an HTML file? Depending on the type of website that you're building, you could have static pages that just live on the SSG, or you could have templated pages that are created based on a create page call within Gatsby. Using the create pages, you can use GraphQL to query data within a content management system and generate pages based on that data. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So in Gatsby, there are some things called source plugins and transformer plugins. I know we're getting a little bit into the weeds here, but uh, just so we all have a better understanding. Can you explain what those plugins are? As we kind of alluded to before, a source plugin like Gatsby Source Contentful will source data from a remote or local location into Gatsby nodes that can be used in your project. While transformer plugins take the data that is passed from source plugins and can transform them into nodes that you could use. Typical use case for this is the the Gatsby image where it uses Gatsby Transformer Sharp to utilize transformations on your images. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm assuming there's like a marketplace to get some of these plugins. Yeah, Gatsby has a pretty extensive plugin library that you could grab from. I see. All right, Nikon. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Any questions that I missed? I think the big takeaway is just knowing where and when to utilize SSG versus a server-side rendering language. If you're going to be building out larger scale websites with thousands 
thousands of pages. Maybe an SSG doesn't make sense. But I think for most use cases now, using a tool like Gatsby can build a pretty amazing, pretty fast, pretty high performance website with little to no cost. All right, Nikon. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being on my podcast. It was really fun. And I thank you for sharing all your knowledge. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Marcelo. So if people want to get a hold of you, do you want to give them uh, your website URL or your email, whatever you like? Sure. If you want to get in touch with me or the rest of the Webstacks team, you can check out www.webstacks.com. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Nikon, and to the rest of you. I'm glad you were here with us. Just a quick reminder to visit www.contentfulcreators.com for more podcast episodes, tutorials, webinars, blog articles, or to register for our meetup. So until the next episode, I'm Marcella Lewin. Cheers, everyone. Thank you.